You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 316. Today, we're going to talk about the biggest thing that could be pushing your goals away in 2020. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another Monday edition here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. I'm still out here in Sedona. I got a little sick. Oh my goodness. My whole family at home got sick over the holidays and I'm still uh, recuperating a little bit. You can kind of hear it in my voice. So bear with me a bit. I've definitely had worse, haven't I? <laughs> so, But I'm feeling much better. I'm still in here in uh, Sedona if you've been following along with me. I'm here for two reasons, actually. Chelsea and I just bought our first investment property out here in our second home town. Like We love it out here. We love Sedona. You've been following me for a while. You know I come out here all the time. And we're also out here because of our executive team retreat. So I run two retreats a year with my team. We have our team retreat in about two weeks. But before that, I meet with my executive team. My executive team consists of myself, the CEO, our integrator, and then our three department heads, which is our, our growth team, our fulfillment team, and our operations team. And we hang out for two days and you know do some really heavy lifting, some vision casting, some problem solving with the business and areas of growth and you know all that stuff. I'm recording this right in the middle of it. So we just had the first of our two-day retreat and it went really, really well. And we have day two today. And, you know, it's really an opportunity for us to come together as leaders on the team. And I'm just so proud of them and how they have stepped up and elevated their leadership abilities over the years. That's pretty amazing. And they really serve as the examples for the rest of the team. They set the tone. They set the stage. Yeah, so we're out here doing that. And today's episode is, you know, hey, it's the first episode of 2020. Yay. Goodness, I made it through my year and my promise of being an integrity, being my word to you, that I'm going to do a minimum of one episode every week. I made that commitment to you for, for 2019 and I did it. Oh my goodness. And it got close there sometimes. I'll, let me tell you. But welcome to the first episode of 2020. I wanted to start out this year with a different type of diet. You know, we always have our silly New Year's resolutions and they are silly, aren't they? With our, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to start working out. You know, the gyms all of a sudden are like four times as busy as they are for the first two weeks of January. Come February, it's a ghost town again. I have a different type of diet for you that's going to help you feel lighter than ever before. And this is correlated to my title on if we can remove this from our diet, from our intake, then... It's the thing that I believe that it's really pushing your goals away. It's affecting your performance. It's making you feel heavier. And I'm not talking about food. I'm not talking about anything with carbohydrates. I'm talking about going on a judgment 
free diet. That's right. Now, that's what we're going to talk about. Judging yourself and judging others and making a commitment to yourself, a resolution, if you will, to go on a judgment-free diet, eliminating judgment from your life. Now, that's what we're going to dive into. This is, I think, a critically important episode. It's really going to get into personal performance and personal growth, you know, just growing and evolving as a person. We're going to go deep with this one. So we talked about this in episode 315 a little bit. Sometimes, which by the way, go listen to if you haven't after this one. It's all about learning the most important skill that you need to learn, hands down. Tons of amazing feedback from that one. So thank you all. Sometimes I feel like I am the doctor that gives you the medicine of what you need, not what you want. It's like, oh man, we got to talk about this. Can't we, can't we talk about some like cool magic flashy turn my computer into an ATM sales tactic trick marketing hack that's working one minute, but we'll be gone the next. No, not today. I'm sorry. This really is something that is probably not going to excite a lot of people, but it's going to be a really fascinating, enjoyable topic that's going to have tremendous value for you. So keep an open mind and keep an open heart as we dive into this today. It's really simple. It's not easy. It's really simple. And it's inspired by, it's something that I've always made as a commitment in my life. It's something that's really important to me is that I notice that when I'm off my game, my default way of being is I can become judgmental. And, you know, I think we all are a lot. I think we don't notice it. And the problem is, is when you start to notice it, man, you start judging your judginess. And I notice myself doing that. So we're going to talk about that. So what, what do I mean by that? Like, you know, just like, you know, looking at a stranger and, and making a snap judgment or uh, having an opinion of a complete stranger, someone else, and, you know, making assumptions about others. And I think this is far more pervasive. And this is about bringing something that may be a little unconscious to your conscious awareness and having that attention and that knowing about it so that we can stop it. Why? I think this is hurting us more than we realize. I think it is affecting you negatively more than you realize. And you're going to get into and see why that is in just a moment. But let's let's just like define judgments. What does that mean? This is really as simple as saying a judgment is an opinion or conclusion that we make about someone else. You know, we've been told our lives don't judge a book by its cover. But it's also something we make about ourselves. And that's why this is so important. Because I believe how we judge others is really the reflection or indicator of how harshly we're judging ourselves. And judging yourself is not improving your performance. I think that's a huge fallacy, a pervasive fallacy, especially amongst entrepreneurs, is we tend to believe, and I'm recovered from this, that if we're harder on ourselves, that we'll somehow perform better. That the more we beat ourselves up and are tougher on ourselves, that we're somehow going to do better. That's just not the case. That's just, in my opinion, it's putting the brakes on more in your performance, but then it's not enjoying the ride, you know? So, I want you to begin to notice, and this episode is going to be less about teaching you something new, although there will be something new for you to learn, and more about just being present to an awareness beginning now. 
like as you're going through your day and listening to this episode, I want you to begin to notice where you're making judgments. Okay. So you might be judging this episode. You might be judging me or my voice or anything I've already shared about. You might be doing something right now, like you're on a line somewhere listening on your headphones and you've judged somebody or you've judged yourself or you can start to remember, I don't know, someone you judged yesterday, you know. I want you to begin to notice just how pervasive it is in your life. And I know we want to be like, no, I don't judge. I'm, you know, I'm an enlightened being and I'm a saint and I'm nothing but pure love and energy. And you are, (laughs) but we're also human and we have an ego and you can't really get rid of the ego, but we can begin to recognize it. And I believe it's there as a survival mechanism. I think it's, it is really like a vital tool of the ego. It helps us in a lot of ways make sense of the world. It really creates, there's this whole hierarchy or pecking order. We like to know where we fit in and where we belong as we try to understand and put meaning to the things around us, right? So we start to judge others in one way, in a way to assess where we fit and sort ourselves in that pecking order. The pecking order, the hierarchy is a manifestation or a creation of the ego. It doesn't really exist, but the moment it creates that, it needs to put you in there somewhere, right? So you're better than her, but not as great as him, right? And we're just like making these assessments, these conclusions, these opinions, and these judgments about others in comparison to ourselves. And that's a real detriment. The whole comparison thing is going to be bad either way because you're either going to develop an inferiority complex because you're always going to find someone who's been doing it longer, who's doing it better, who looks better, who's younger or better looking or higher performing or more results or more followers or more stupid photos on Instagram than you. And you're going to compare yourself to them and make that judgment and you're going to develop an inferiority complex Or the opposite is, look at how much better I am than all these other people. Look what I have, look what I do, and they don't, and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to develop the opposite, which is a superiority complex. Neither of these are very good, folks. The truth is, is that we're all different. We're all unique, right? We're all unique little snowflakes. But different and unique doesn't mean better or worse. It just means different. And yes, By the way, because we talk about spirituality on this podcast, there is that entire conversation, which I'm just going to touch upon for a moment, of spiritual ego. You know, when we talk about vibration and frequency, people talk about raising their frequency. And I've noticed this in myself when I was learning. (laughs) They've literally made to mean that raising your frequency means you're elevating yourself above other people because my frequency is higher. I am higher than thou spiritual arrogance, you know, the spiritual ego or ego master spirituality. There is nothing spiritual about saying that you are better than somebody because you're more enlightened. That is the antithesis of enlightenment, right? So this is a tricky subject because even as people dive into a realm of spirituality, which would transcend in a sense the ego and therefore judgments and comparisons and hierarchies and better than or worse than all that comparing and contrasting, we still do it. And now we just do it in using spiritual terms. I'm more spiritual than you. And it's just the same thing with different terminology. 
Okay. So this is an opportunity for us to each, as you're listening, notice how much we do make judgments and notice without judgments because then you create shame. You shame yourself, right? You judge yourself for how much you're judging. It's about an awareness. And I'll give you like a little homework exercise challenge at the end of this episode. But I'd also like you to notice if this is something and it's just about being honest with yourself. If you do find yourself judging others a lot, it's an indicator of how harshly you're judging yourself, how tough you can be on yourself, you know, but it's also correlated. You'll find a correlation here to how much you fear being judged by others. I think there is a very correlated relationship there, right? You know, as we, most of my listeners, you, that might be you is a personal brand. You know, you're an influencer and course creator, expert authority, all those cool terms that people use. And how much do you hesitate on putting out your best content, your best stuff, speaking your truth and all that stuff, because you're just concerned about people judging you. And then how often are we judging others for doing, you know, their stuff, right? So this judgment, this opinion or conclusion about another or oneself is pervasive and we need to talk about it. Here's one of the reasons why. The subconscious mind isn't going to know the difference if you're judging somebody else or you're judging yourself. And we can just go to a place of understanding that a judgment of someone else is going to be received as a judgment against yourself. Okay. And yeah, so that's just, that's just you putting hurt and anger on towards yourself. That's no bueno. Also, and I learned this long ago, and I think this is so, so important. We want to look at how often are we judging others that have what you want? Someone who has more influence, followers, or money, success, fame, car, bigger house, all that stuff. No, that's just jealousy, guys. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> okay, so because my, my voice is kind of scratchy. I get to do my, I like a lot of characters. And so I can do my, my 1920s Hollywood talent agent, chain smoker. Listen, kid, you've got talent. I'll give you that. But if you want to make it, put your name in lights. You're going to have to show me that you've got what it takes. <sighs> There's me breathing smoke. <laughs> okay. Continue. So you're jealous. When you judge others that have what you want, you are simply pushing away that which you want for yourself. Please let that sink in to your DNA. When you judge others for having what you want, you are telling your subconscious that this thing is bad. Okay, this is the first place to look when we begin to notice that we're judging others that have what we want. I believe the ego does this because someone else's presence threatens yours. We judge others who have what we want because their presence is a threat to yours. It is a threat to you. And if you're doing this, you are operating from a lack or finite perspective. You're saying that them having this car means you can't have a car. Them having a certain amount of money means you can't have a certain amount of money. Like they're taking some from a fixed pie. I cannot tell you how inaccurate and nonsensical that is. I have been doing this a long time now. This is going into my 14th year. Oh, I'm an old timer. 
back in my day, let me tell you, we didn't have internet in my online business. <laughs> we did, but I've been doing it a long time. And there are far more people today doing what I do, doing what you do. Okay, that's just the truth. There's far more people. You have far more choices of podcasts and really cool people to be listening to. You do, okay? Yet, accumulatively, there are those, even though more people, there are more people making more money. There are more millionaires today. There's more successful businesses today, okay? There's no fixed pie, folks. The Fed just keeps printing on more money, okay? That's another conversation for another day. But how many of these judgments are coming from this context of there's only so much that can go around and because this person had success or eyeballs or attention, there's less for me, okay? That's nonsense. And here's another way to look at it. You're here for a reason. Do you believe that? Are you living your life from that context that you're here for a reason or are you just an accident? There is no accidents, folks. You're here for a reason. You have a purpose. It doesn't matter if you don't know what that is yet, but you have it. It's out there. Until you know what your purpose is, your purpose is to find your purpose. But it's there. It's out there. And look, someone fulfilling their purpose does not mean you can't fulfill yours. Because they got to it first or because they're already there doesn't mean you can't. So the first place we want to go is we want to notice when we're judging those that have what we want and we need to stop judging it because that's coming from a lack perspective and that's just going to push away. You're now operating from a belief that I can't have what I want because someone else has already got it. There's less to go around and to flip that. Oh my goodness. This is the most amazing thing because it's the inverse must be true. If judging somebody for having what you want pushes away what you want, then that must mean celebrating them for having they have will bring it closer to you. Like that's gonna be one of those things that just feels really awkward and uncomfortable, like going to the gym for the first time and doing a workout you haven't done in like two years. Well, this feels weird. That will feel very weird. I want you to try it on. Go to your biggest competitor, the biggest person that right now is threatening your ego, having it kind of flare up and celebrate all of their success. And it's really simple saying, thank you for being the evidence and proof of what's possible for me. Thank you. Thank you for being more proof and more evidence. Thank you for just being in my sphere, my indicator of my conscious awareness. That tells me that what I want is coming closer. You are just a clue, a breadcrumb leading me to more of what I want. That's going to feel so uncomfortable for a lot of people. Good. Do it. Do what's uncomfortable. But don't be operating from this lack and finite perspective. We live in an absolute abundant, infinite universe. You are infinite. You're not even finite. So you are infinite with infinite potential, living in an infinite universe of absolute abundance. Abundance to me is infinite, synonymous, right? So don't operate from the illusion of lack, okay? If you'd like to make more money this year. I don't know. If you don't want to, that's cool. Okay, the next thing is that we also, in our judgments, beneath that is we're operating from a paradigm or a context of right or wrong. And this is really silly. And we just see this on social media all the time. I actually stay off at social media so much because the posts that get a lot of engagement are just people that, you know, they're choosing a side. They feel wronged, so they choose a side, and then everyone gets in bickers back and forth, and they choose a side. 
and there's just all this right or wrong, right? Or you're right, you're wrong, I'm right. And a lot of judgments that you're making, that we make, are coming from this context of operating on a plain field of right or wrong. Right or wrong doesn't exist. There is no such thing as right or wrong. I'm not talking about morals here. We can go into like, well, James, it's wrong to kill somebody. Of course it is. But, you know, there's always different examples. If, we, if you really want to get into this, what if somebody's broke into your house and is trying to murder your family and you kill them in self-defense? Are you wrong? Maybe not. I don't know, right? But this isn't a conversation of morality here, folks. But we are talking about who's right, who's wrong. I'm No, you're right. No, this is the best way. No, this is right. And people get into a right or wrong when all it is is a matter of different perspectives. So we judge people because they don't have the same perspective as you. Are you saying that the whole world has to think and agree with you in order for you to get along? You have to be happy and exist only if everybody else on the planet thinks like you? <laughs> Come on, right? There's no compassion. There's no understanding there. In fact, wisdom. Do you want more wisdom? We talked about learning last week. I believe there is a direct correlation with wisdom and your ability to shift and move between different perspectives. When you're like water, you are flexible and malleable in the way in which you can look at something. I think there is such a sign of mastery in your life correlated to your ability to look at any situation from various different perspectives, to see the world through the eyes of different people and understand where they're coming from. As leaders, we need to be doing that. As influencers, we need to be doing that. As students of life, it's essential. But being judgmental is the opposite to that, right? It's fixed on one perspective as the right perspective and every other perspective is wrong. Again, I'm sharing all of this because this is what I've had to tell myself. So please never construe that I am this holier than art thou enlightened being judging you for being judgy. I actually want to at the same time have everything I share with you be coming from total compassion that we do it all the time, that it's kind of a part of our ego, right? And to recognize it, understand it and to choose or rise above it. Okay. But the judgment and being judgmental to me is holding fast to one perspective. It's an inability to shift perspectives and look at situations from a different angle, from a different vantage point. It's the difference between being open-minded and open-hearted versus, you know, close-hearted. It would be uncompassionate. And I really do believe seeing multiple perspectives is such a gift for you. That's where you will discover so much wisdom, so much insight, so much knowledge from seeing one thing from multiple perspectives. So when we get to this, this idea that judging in a lot of ways is pushing away that which we want when we judge others, and we begin to recognize this, we get to where I think the judging is the most pervasive and maybe hardest to recognize. Maybe, maybe not for you. I don't know. But it it's the judgments of ourselves, right? Removing judgment in our own lives. So like I said earlier, I think 
noticing how much we judge others has to be an indicator of how hard we are on ourselves. Like I used to, here's an example. I used to judge others on their eating habits. Oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody would eat something like that. That's disgusting. And I realized, because I you know, used to be overweight myself and really struggled with weight issues growing up. I don't know if people knew that. I was like 100 pounds heavier. That's a little fun fact for you. <laughs> a little fun fat fact for you. I realized me judging people for what they ate was really a reflection of how much I was judging myself for my lack of healthy habits. And I was being so hard on myself. And I was like, really, there's a lot of just self-loathing there. Like me saying I'm pathetic because I couldn't eat healthy or I couldn't choose healthier foods. And that or it was like black or white, right? I was either like not having any health habits or I was like the strictest habits ever. And like, you know, no compassion for others is no compassion for myself. You know, I said this already, but we're so hard on ourselves. And we somehow believe that being harder on ourselves just improves performance. And I promise you it doesn't. It's like trying to push a car when the parking brake is on. And like, you think the harder you push, this is the faster the car is going to go. So we got to take the brake off. So stop pushing yourself so hard. Now, I think it's also important that we recognize that, you know, the brain doesn't like change. It doesn't want to acknowledge change. So growth, you tend to judge it and minimize it. We tend to discredit it. I can't tell you how many students we work with. We have so many exercises where we ask them to, before we look at your next set of goals, pause, stop, take a moment and look back at how far you've come. You know, when you're climbing Mount Everest, where's your focus? It's always on the top, the peak. And usually in that same moment, it's look how much further I have to go, right? Whereas I'm saying, look, it helps every once in a while to stop, turn around and say, look how far I've come. But as entrepreneurs, we're a special breed because we're always always having a vision of a bigger, brighter future. And with that, like that big visionary outlook on life has a double-edged sword. And you have this big vision of a future, you have to grapple with the present and the fact that that vision isn't realized yet. And we tend to put our energy there, it's not here yet. And we tend to focus more on the gap or the not having of what we want and then judge ourselves for it. It's not coming fast enough, what am I doing wrong, right? And we beat ourselves up for it. And having no you know, love or compassion for ourselves. And it can really help to just pause and look back and say, look how far I've come. Look at where I was. And to not judge our journey again against somebody else's. Like there's supposed to be some rate of speed that is the standard. You know, everyone says, what's the standard guideline for this? What's it supposed to be at? How fast are we supposed to? What's expected? And all of that's just made up anyways. It's just nonsense. You know, the only journey is your own journey. The only race is your own race. And you should be comparing yourself against yesterday's version of yourself and try and be just a little bit better and a little bit better or a lot better, whatever. But, you know, a whole lot better, but it's a comparison to yourself free of judgment, you know, a little compassion is like, instead of going, why, what's wrong with me, right? Those crappy quality questions, quality of your life, quality of questions. What's wrong with me? Why am I this? Why am I not this? Why, why am I? Instead, like, hey, I'm learning. 
I'm making progress. I'm doing great. And I can do even better tomorrow. I'm doing the best I can. And understanding that everyone's doing the best they can. Understanding someone's world, understanding your own world, is compassion. Compassion is what's going to melt that judgment. And I really do believe that all those judgments is what's pushing away so much of what you want. Judging others that have what you want pushes away what you want. Judging yourself is just going to slow you down. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't light you up. It doesn't make you feel light. It just makes you heavier. So to me, this is a real important one. But this isn't just about more content you put in your head. I don't have much to say about teaching judgments. This was foundational piece. What's going to make the difference is if you take this on as a real challenge for yourself to even make the next seven days. You start there with a new habit, right? Seven days of a judgment-free lifestyle. And here's how this works. Step number one, we must get present throughout our day, starting now, starting the beginning of this episode of getting present to the judgments we're making in our life, judgments of others and judgments of ourselves everywhere. And then what you want to do is when you notice those judgments, you don't judge yourself for those judgments. Okay, because that's the shame. That's the trick. You cannot judge yourself for judging, okay, because that's just more judging. And that's what I felt myself doing. Instead, you give yourself the space of 60 seconds 60 seconds to reverse that judgment, to turn that judgment back into love, compassion, or understanding. You know, if you're making a snap judgment about how someone looks or how they dress, you can say, oh, there we go. There, Wow, that was, boy, I do it more than I realize. Okay, so let me try and understand this, but why would they dress? Well, you know, maybe fashion isn't important to them. Maybe they don't have a lot of money. Maybe they're trying to save money. I don't know, but who am I to judge? Teach their own. And what always helps me at the end is understanding that if I'm judging, I'm coming from a right or wrong paradigm and right or wrong makes somebody is wrong every time. It doesn't help anybody. And that if I'm judging, I am, you know, not giving the world permission to live life their way. That I'm in some way thinking that everyone has to agree with me or think the way I have or hold the perspective I have. And that's crazy because I don't want to have the perspective that everyone else has. I don't want to be told what to think. I don't want to be told what perspective to have. I want to honor and have my own perspective. So if that's what I want, then others have to have theirs. And I need to honor that. I need to honor the uniqueness and differentness, (laughs) made up a word, I think, of every other living human and let them be and not let it have any pull over me. Otherwise, look how much power we give away. Look how much wasted energy. Look how much hatred and anger boils up inside of us because people think differently than you. But that's undeniable and that's unescapable. You can spend waste, sorry, not spend, waste your entire life trying to get the world to think the way you think, act the way you act. That's a lot of wasted energy because it's never going to happen. You can honor the perspectives that others have, even if it's just so completely disagrees with your perspective, but honor their perspective and or honor the perspective that others can have other perspectives and in there, honor your own. 
So that's all I have for you today. It's an invitation at the beginning of 2020 to create a different type of weight loss. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a mental, emotional weight loss that will have you feeling lighter in your life, that will increase your performance, your overall happiness, your clarity of thought, and your own conviction. And it may just have a side effect of loosening the grip you have on the fear of what others will perceive of you, the fear of judgments that others will have of you. Because as you notice how pervasive judgments are in your life, and you become present to that, you realize that it's this default thing that everyone does, and that people are already judging you, whether you're following your dreams or not, whether you're speaking your truth or not, people are already judging you. And someone's judgments of you, just as you can change the judgments of others, says nothing about you. It does say a lot about them. And it says a lot about you when you take this on as a commitment to create a judgment-free life for yourself in 2020. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.